This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. Greetings and welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll podcast. Check out this record. My name is War- <laughs> My name is Mark. Yes. And with me, as always, uh, is more beautiful than the loveliest of onions. It's Frankie D. Hey, Mark. And, you know, I sometimes tell people that the world is your oyster. Uh-huh. And I think in this episode, that might be true. It very well may be. <laughs> welcome back to the show, friends. Remember, you can find, check out this record. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Amazon Music, or wherever you find the finest of podcasts. Golly heck, we're even on YouTube, Frank. Oh, who put us on there, my friend? That's right. Listen, you did. new episodes I did, right? New episodes drip and drop directly to your ears and mine every Friday. And of course, we do all this for your listening pleasure. That's right. So what the heck is check out this record? That's a great question. And hey, thanks for asking. Yeah. Here on check out this record, Frank and I push the limits of our long term friendship by recommending music to each other. Yeah. Um, you know, for us to check out uh, and give a thorough track by track review. Uh, we also indulge in a wide array of musical discussions, like in our Spotlight series, where we'll dig into a band's catalog and see what comes out on the other side. Or Mark in our Versus series, where we Uh pit two albums against each other, and they duke it out for what's known as total stereo domination. Don't forget (laughs) to pop over to the world-famous tube of you. And watch as we make just the silliest faces at each other while trying to put this podcast together. It's just for them too, right, Frank? That's right, Mark. That is mm-hmm. right. And uh, don't forget, everyone, that we have more exclusive content coming that you're not going to want to miss. Oh, I totally read the wrong thing, didn't I? It's all good. It's all yeah. fine. <laughs> That's right, my brosive. Now, as we get into the show here, uh, yeah. I want to talk to you, Frank. Yes. Uh, you mentioned uh, you had yes. uh, heard the name mm-hmm. Shannon and the Clams before, but you hadn't kind of really heard them That's uh, right. until now. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you this. Uh, does the sound match up with what your brain came up with mm. uh, after hearing the name Shannon yeah. and the Clams? Yeah, you know, anytime you see food in a song, or in this case, a band title or the name of the band, it's hard to know what to expect. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. So let's think about it. You got Fish, which is a crappy hippie band. Uh, right. Great White, which we actually did an episode on, Crap Hair Metal. Hootie uh, uh-huh. and the Blowfish. Hmm. All right. Uh-huh. Fishbone and Real Big Fish. Right? Yeah, kind of like Scott. <laughs> so it's hard to predict, but visually... Right. In my research, right before I heard the music and sat down and listened to it, looking at the album, you know, I sensed this was obviously going to be a throwback of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may have expected initially some rockabilly, a little bit more, uh, mm-hmm. but, th- but that's okay. Um, and I also envisioned Shannon to be the guitar player. Uh, so that's why when I kept looking at videos after the end, I'm like, oh, how come she's not playing guitar? It's because she's, <laughs> it's because she's playing a bass. <laughs> that's right. That's right. She plays bass. She plays guitar wrong by playing a bass. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Wowie zowie. Uh, <laughs> as you like to say, friend, mm. uh, I was not expecting that. 
uh, scandalous. Yeah. Moving uh, on to Shannon and the fabulous clams. Yes. The band that is uh, fronted by Shannon Shaw on bass, as Frank mentioned. Cody Blanchard on guitar. I hope I said your name right, dude. Uh, uh, and both of them, uh, excuse me, sharing lead vocal duties. Although on this album, it's primarily Shannon. Right. Um, Thank you. Uh, with Will Sprott on keyboards and Nate Mahan on mm. drums. Again, if I said your last name's wrong, I was raised in America. Blame the education. Anyways, uh, the quartet is based out of Oakland, California. However, the album that we're talking about tonight, Onions, mm. and its follow-up, Year of the Spider, were recorded at their producer and label studio in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. That producer is none other than Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys. Please Ooh. see our back catalog. Um, and the label is, of course, his Easy Eye Sounds record label. Uh, an excellent choice of producer for a band aimed yeah. at such a unique retro sound. I must give them that. Uh, moving along, uh, I don't know why I said I must give them that. Like, I, I was writing this as though I was going to be really disappointed in the record. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> moving along. Onion was recorded over 10 days, Frank, uh, in January 2017 and released February 16th of 2018. The album is partially inspired by and pays tribute to the uh, victims and survivors of the 2016 Oakland ghost fire ghost warehouse ghost ship warehouse fire i'm sorry there's a lot of words in that 2016 oakland ghost ship warehouse fire it's a lot it was a tragic event i'm sorry the building housed an underground community of artists and musicians complete with its own concert hall however it was not permitted for either housing or entertainment unfortunately that night 36 people attending a concert perished in warehouse in the warehouse hosting the fire as it caught fire sorry that's a shitty sentence i have to read out loud um it's one of the city of oakland's most deadly historical events you can really imagine it had quite some impact yeah. uh shaw would say we lost some friends and in, and the entire community lost uh, our, our bright sparkling gems yeah. uh, with Nate Mahan adding uh, that tragedy will affect every album we make going forward. Yeah. I mean, I think looking at the, the light in this is that it's cool that they made this dedication because this shows yeah. you how in the event of a tragedy like this, we could cement like memories and legacies via music. So uh, yeah. the fact that they want to carry that on with the uh, future albums and, you know, everything else is, is really cool yeah as you can imagine here there's going to be a quite a bit more to unpack uh so why don't we dive into the first track of this uh audio odyssey let's go my companion all right track one the boy this song is of course about frank no it's not well thank you no it's not okay <laughs> shannon and the clams kick off onion with a lo-fi rocker uh, it has a ton of late 50s and early shake and groove. Yeah. Add to that a clean and simple hook and these beautifully dark and mysterious verses. Uh, it all comes together seamlessly, making the listener think they already know it as they hear it for the very first time. Yeah. I love the lines, touch me and teach me how to cry. Oh, how good is that line, Frank? Oh, great. And this bone will break along a line, been drawn for a long time. Yeah. Really powerful stuff, Frank. Yeah, totally. How do you feel about opening number, The Boy? Yeah, so what a great tune that blends the old 
with the new. Uh, mm. It's got that great and gritty lo-fi feel, but it, it's also neat around the edges with super clean, uh, super clear and clean tones and spot on singing. Uh, I know this is album five, but man, uh, this could totally have been like the first track on the first album that welcomes people to their world, you know? Yeah. Um, so totally, totally cool number and uh, great, great track to open up. Mm-hmm. Track two, it's going to go away. Mm. What starts as a fun, jangly pop number quickly turns to the end of a very personal relationship as it's rough and or excuse me, at its rough ending and the callousness one must develop to overcome that pain. Uh, I really like the way they the band shifts with the lyrics to a darker and darker place as Shannon weaves her tale. Uh, I really enjoyed the band's swell of emotion as the song comes to its close. Really stunning. Frank, did mm-hmm. you did this introspective psychedelic number work for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, the key with these tunes, well, I guess all tunes in general, is to find like that that the crevices where you can make it memorable. And mm-hmm. to me, the verses are that narrow moment uh, where you, where you have to get it right and deliver. And, and they totally did. I mean, Shan's raspy voice mixed with the atmosphere really creates for a memorable track. And, and, you know, everyone is so um, what's what I'm looking for conditioned to, mm-hmm. to be like hook and chorus, hook and chorus, and kind of the verses there to bridge the gaps. But in this song, like the verse is just completely on point. So um, yeah, I was digging it. Very nice. Track three is Backstreets. This is the, mm. the first of the three songs inspired uh, by the ghost ship fire. Uh, this one is about the people that's homes were destroyed in the fire. Now mm. homeless, searching for places to hide, yeah. places to sleep, searching for places to live, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the band's use of the studio here. The sound is crisp and ethereal, floating just above their microphones, like they're riding the Gravitron thing. Mm, nice. uh, I'm pretty sure uh, I like this one the most out of the album. There's just so much so much going on in this album. I really had a hard time picking a favorite, but this is definitely at the top. Mm-hmm. Frank, it's a, it's a touching tribute with a bit of backstory, but without that backstory, does the song still feel as grand as I just described it? Yeah, because, you know, again, it's a total throwback. And it's funny because we get the lyrics saying a runaway. And the song that it immediately made me think of is Runaway by Del Shannon. And now thinking ironically because the singer is Shannon, Del Shannon, Runaway. (laughs) And I I don't know if they meant for that. I don't know if that was intentional, Um, but it's really cool. Really, really cool. Really cool. Um, And and listen, the. The sounds or the sound is just great and almost has like a, a very similar in line to Lord Huron and their contemporaries. So they're kind of doing that thing too, which is really cool to capture these moments uh, and these moods. But um, you know, track three and three out of three so far in my world. Yeah, and, and definitely a, a great point there. The moods Shannon and the Clams are able to achieve by just seamlessly floating in and out of these songs is really cool and unique. That's one of the things I was surprised with this album is how coherent it comes across. Yeah. And they do that by having a consistent mood throughout. Totally. Track, track four. Mm. If you could know, we get some more fun, jangly guitars and a fun little doo-wop a bit. Plus this cool bridge via the keyboard work of Will Sprott. Uh, I think it's a fun number. If only I could know. What you could think, Frank. <laughs> I like that the song is short, and it's not because I dislike it. I, I just like because it adds 
variety. Uh, mm-hmm. If I am being honest, I like the tone of her voice and the first three tracks better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, man, I can't sing. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> what I know is that track five, I never wanted love. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> kind of. I, I don't mean this as an insult, Frank, but I get that like big bouncing ball energy on the bass. She's yeah. really just making it bump. Oh, yeah. Um, As the song opens, but it's paired with these wonderfully mysterious lyrics that suggest someone getting hypothermia to avoid being too close to his bedmate, despite uh, the band, uh, excuse me, despite their hands uh, being tied together. I really love that chorus of tying our hands together. Frank, what did you thinking would you tie your hands to mine? Uh, Of course. But but then just so you know, right after I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is this is another fun tune. Uh, and what I like is that you can't pinpoint if it's modern or this legit occurred in the 60s. Production aside, because obviously production yeah. and technology has advanced vastly since then. But still, though, it's well, what time period is this in? And, and that's what's cool. And I know that's the intent that they were going for. So thumbs yep. up. Yeah, that worked perfectly in, in creating that timeless feel, right? Yeah. Uh, track six, title track, buddy, Onion. Oh, now I'm digging this lo-fi garage punk sound, backed with this kind of cool '60s doo-wop harmony. Shannon lays these uh, gorgeously crafted metaphors out for you to just kind of ponder over before a, a killer guitar solo. Oh, yeah. you didn't see coming because you really haven't seen a ton of uh, guitar work here, and it really just comes out of nowhere and blows you away. Great bit of soul on the buildup uh, and exit to, to the end of the song. What did you think of the title track, Frank? Bad use of a Shrek metaphor or a bold modern indie classic or something else? <laughs> ah, Mark, the title track, right? Here we are, right? Yes. Uh, I, I like the garage punk intro with, with the guitars. In fact, the guitar work on the track is just is just extremely spot on. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, though, because I have this weird thing with using food in songs. Right. I, I know it's a metaphor. I get it. But the onion's supposed to be. It's just a weird hang up I have. Um, and yes, Mark, um, ogres are like onions. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, uh, track seven. Did mm. you love me? Mm, boy first ballad of the album i like the placement of it here after onions a great choice to slow the pace gradually so when this lovely title turn uh little <laughs> excuse me when this lovely little tune floats in on a storm cloud it yeah. feels just right shannon really does a great job on her vocal performance here treating this number like a classic soul singer would uh, yeah. what i dig about this band is the way they can con- collectively turn the mood of a song as well as Shannon can with her singing. And they do so, uh, so very well so that she can really express as much of Shannon, uh, excuse me, so they can express as much as a band musically as she can with her words. That took a long time to get that out of my mouth. Frank, (laughs) am I full of shit or did you love me? Word for you. (laughs) Great emotional bone chilling song and the video is really cool too yeah the video uh, is cool I, I like it a lot really well thought out um even though this is about heartbreak there's a mood about it where it's like you could almost listen to this during the summer like in your backyard chilling and just be mm-hmm. okay with it um there's pain yes for sure 
But for me, I don't know. I found for some reason that mood gives us some hope. And I don't know if just visually I'm seeing the video and just knowing kind of them and studying them for the past couple of days and week. But uh, to me, there was some hope, but there it is a bone chilling song. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Track number eight mm-hmm. is Love Strike. Love Strike. Yeah. The keyboard and bass really steal the show here with a pop number that feels like the band stole it from aliens that stole it from like an early sixties R and B group uh, that was, you know, abducted out of their tour bus or something. I love it. Yeah. Uh, that said, it's not like it wasn't the coolest track on here for me, but I thought it was a lot of fun. It had a great energy to it. Um, and I think it was fun to, to kind of try to, to dig and, and get into just to see a little bit more of what the band's at. Frank, you going on a love strike. <laughs> or you know it buddy yeah. uh i do like the fast tempo of the song but i do agree with you in the sense where it's not overly engaging after and the course feels like it's just dragging a little bit um but hey if we're talking about bowling here uh they all can't be strikes that's right that is true <laughs> that is true track nine right i leave again Ooh. Yeah, big keyboard feature here giving us a modern jangly take on the kind of classic country sound best compared to like riders on the storm meets rawhide yeah pair that together in your brain um pair that with shannon belting out her lungs uh i found the lyrics here to be shadowy and kind of intoxicating frank uh Mm. i can confidently say this is again one of my favorite numbers on the album what says you cowpoke (laughs) yeah i mean from the opening note to the final sound uh, this track has it all yeah. uh, the classic country feel mixed with like the spooky keys and these clean guitar tones and shan's vocals really exemplified the precision of the songwriting uh and yeah that chorus it gets better each time you hear it so yeah. that that's great replay value mm-hmm. track 10 trying trying another moody ballad presumably about uh you know, trying to get someone uh, unstuck from the inside of your skull. You know what I mean, Frank? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, in there. Uh, I love what they do with the vocals for Shannon in the choruses uh, in the later half of the song, adding a little texture and depth to the band's overall sound uh, with a little bit of distortion there. What did you think of this one, Frank? Another strong number. Uh, the tremolo just adds so much depth to the track. Um, and, and a track... A track with this length may suffer from its placement uh, on the record. Um, but again, there's some context. I mean, because I could see this actually as the closer if we mm-hmm. were that if we were to end the record right here, I could totally yeah. see it as the closer. Uh, but we have another three tracks. We certainly do, of which the next one is track eleven. Mm-hmm. Tell me when you leave. Okay, I will. Uh, a super <laughs> cute little clapping number that has a, a fun feel to it despite its lyrical content surrounding yet another broken heart. Uh, I really enjoyed it, but it's not one of my favorites on the album. What, what about you, pal? Yeah, so almost piggybacking what I uh, said uh, previously is I, I mentioned the placement, right? And I'm sure we could reference like 20, probably even more episodes where I yap about this and there's, you know, how this becomes like the potential spot on the album where there's some fillers. Uh, to me, this would have been actually better suited as a bonus track or maybe even something on an EP. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Track 12 is Strange Wind. Uh, This is the second song referring back to the ghost ship fire I mentioned earlier. It tells the story of what happened the night from the point of view of the band playing as the fire happened. 
mm. theoretically. Um, right. And as the band does so well, they take the opportunity to express themselves with their chosen instruments in a passionate jam session that ties it all together. Um, I dig the storytelling, Frank. What, what about you? Yeah, great storytelling. And I love how it's from the viewpoint of the band playing when it occurred. So it, it's, you know, you could write uh, with an event like this that impacts a band or just anyone in general. I mean, you could write from the same viewpoint for, you know, the whole album basically, but they took a conscious effort to write it from this perspective, which is pretty cool. And I could see them kind of constructing it in the studio and, and really just being satisfied to express themselves in this manner about this event. So a uh, great, great little story. Excellent. Excellent. Well, the uh, track 13, don't close your eyes. The third mm. song based on the fire. It's also the album's closing number. Uh, Shannon really puts her all into the performance to close out the album. Really stellar songwriting. Frank, how did you, you like Don't Close Your Eyes as the closer? Yeah, so I said I think that they could have ended with trying, but this mm-hmm. is like a more than a, than a suitable ending. Uh, it mm-hmm. captures the essence, uh, again, of the event, and bam, like you, it, oh, it puts you there. And yeah. they have all the elements to put you there outside of the songs being good vocals guitars all the tones we talked about but the moods the lyrics like you're there you're really there with them so um this this was the proper way to end an album and don't listen to that guy folks because i would have edited three tracks earlier (laughs) (laughs) well i told you i wanted to listen to something different after we listened to motley fool how'd i do what'd you think of the album yeah have ever mentioned how exhausting it is to review albums that suck uh it's the worst oh it it really (laughs) is so anyway mark you did marvelous. Okay. Oh. Listen, I've said it many times. I appreciate when bands get a niche and work to craft it to perfection while keeping the audience engaged. Mm-hmm. The Clams and Shannon uh, do that here. Old meets new. It's presented to us in a way where you could really appreciate what came before. And I feel that gets lost sometimes, even with these bands who do dedicate themselves to a certain sta- sound of yesteryear. Um, they do it in such a way where you 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 appreciate it. So you recognize what came before and you appreciate it. Uh, the tones and the overall vibes are spot on. I think the album, again, like I said, could end maybe in the first tracks and there's a lot of strong material on there. Uh, the end may have dragged for me a little bit, but that's not a huge deal because you're going to speak to 20 people and they'll tell you something different. Uh, it's not an everyday record. You have to be in the mood for it, but it is a good record uh, when you're in that mood. And I give it a seven and a half out of 10. Excellent. Excellent. I'm happy to hear I didn't totally miss on this one. No, um, no. As I'm sure uh, our listeners have figured out, I really enjoyed this record. It pulls you in uh, with how familiar it feels right from the jump with its neo doo-wop punk energy yeah. uh, coming together in a wonderfully balanced, uh, excuse me, wonderful balance of dance numbers and heartbreak tunes with a hint of magic from another time and place. It's yeah, totally. really hard to, d- to put a pin in these guys and, and figure out where they are. Giving this a solid eight out of 10. Um, I don't think this album is for everyone. Uh, this is an album for people who like things that are a little offbeat, but full of soul. Yeah. Uh, so I, I absolutely adore this. And I didn't write this in, but I want to mention it. Uh, check out this record, definitely. But also the next album, uh, Year of the Spider. Yes. Uh, also produ- produced by Dan Auerbach. Um, has, I think they, they said, hey, let's do a... Uh, Black Keys number on here. So there's a song on there that feels just like the Black Keys. <laughs> um, but it's a great stepping stone. You really get to see the band develop. I just love what they did here. So that's why 
I picked this record over that record. Um, yeah, and 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 if I could add to um, Shannon Shaw solo stuff, uh, Shannon in Nashville is the 2018 record. Um, really cool vibes too. So very cool. Yeah, well, please check that out. Yeah. So, um, all right, Frank, it's your turn to play a game, uh, oh, and that game turn. is called Whose Song. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, now I'm- I have no idea what what to expect. <laughs> I didn't make this too hard. Okay. <laughs> do I have okay. to close my eyes or do I? If you could close your eyes, that do would I take really my shirt help. off. Shirt we'll off. Definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're pants. not actually taking your shirt off, are you? No, but the, the pants just came off. Oh, definitely. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm missing one here. No worries. All right. We'll get to it. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, Oh, that's why I did too many. Oh, there'll be a bonus question. Oh, I, I love bonus mugs. Okay. So, Frank. Yes, I'm ready. Whose song? Is it Shannon and the Clams or Dion? Okay. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. Song number one, Runaway. Well, Dion covered, uh, Dion did a cover of, of Shannon's Runaway. He did. Did he Del- write an original song called Runaway? Did he write an original song called Runaway? I'm going to say yes. No, Shannon and the Clams. The son of a mother. Oh, track two. God. Who Sorry, Dion. Shannon and the Clams or Dion? Was it only you know? Was it Shannon and the Clams or Dion? Wait, wait. So the song is Was It Only... Uh, I'm sorry. The song is title is only, you know, only, you know, was it Shannon in the clams or Dion? I'm going to say this one was definitely Dion. This one is definitely Dion. Yes. Yes. Was it for the King of the New York streets record? Dude, he's got so many songs on so many. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As I make this joke game up. Um, Whose song, Shannon and the Clams, or Dion, King of the Sea? King of the Sea? Well, he had King of the New York Streets. That mm-hmm. one I know. So I'm oh. going to say King of the Sea is Shannon and the Clams. Correct! Woo-hoo. All right, that's two points for Frank. Okay. Two points for Frank. All right. Two points for Frank. Whose song, Somebody Nobody Wants? Shannon and the Clams or Dion? Everybody loves somebody sometimes. That's Dean Martin, no? That is Dean Martin, yeah. <laughs> somebody no. nobody wants. <laughs> it's Dion. It is Dion. Bing, bing, yeah. bing, bing, bing. ding a ding All right. This one's a tough one. Oh, boy. Little Star. Little Star, Little Star, Little Star, Little Star, Little Star. Not when you wish upon a star, which I thought, no, that was Nat King Cole. I'm going to say Dion. Yes, correct. You made these too easy on you, didn't I? Well, I mean, uh, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who sang I Need You Bad? Shannon and the Clams or Dion? Shannon the Clams. Oh, correct, Amundo. Are you Googling these? You're not Googling? Okay. All right. All right. All right. You're five out of six. Five out of six. Five out of six. All right. Who sang Born 
to be with you. Shan the clams. Oh, incorrect. Oh, I'm the Dion, wor- baby. I'm the worst. The worst. All right. You ready for the next one? Number yes. nine? Yes. Who sang all of my crying? All of my crying. Yep. C-R-Y-I-N. All right. I was going to say not, not crime. No, crying. <laughs> crying. Okay. Um, Shan the clams. Oh, correct, Amundo. All right, last one. Are you ready? I like this. Go ahead. Who sang Into a Dream? Into- Shannon and the Clams mm-hmm. or Dion DeMucci? Oh, Dion DeMucci. No, no, that's not my answer. Uh, my answer is, and it's called Into the Dream? Into a Dream. Dion. No! Shannon and the Clams. No, I meant Shannon and the Clams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. All well, right, you ready for the bonus question? Yes, sir. Bonus mug, 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 mug. Who sang, I got to get to you. To you, Dion. Dion, correct. Yeah, I got it. And I think uh, he just had a re-release of that, too, with uh, somebody. But yeah, I got to get to you. All right. Hey, great job. Seven out of ten, buddy. <laughs> If I could tell you some, if you, Mark, if you could see a snapshot of what accurately represented uh, my academic career, that uh-huh. would be it. So, yes. uh, yeah, a nice seventy percent. There you go. Right. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody, that guy's got a, a master's in business. Yeah. I um, oh figure. man, you oh. did not see that game coming, did you, Frank? No. No. I think people will be telling their kids about that game for years to come. <laughs> Speaking of telling kids uh, mm-hmm. something's coming, what do you have in store for us next week, Frank? Yeah. So, Mark, I dug into my bag O albums uh, that uh-huh. I've wanted you to listen to and came up mm-hmm. with the self-titled debut uh-huh. by the Stone Roses. Oh, uh, it, It's crazy because this album uh-huh. is always considered and heralded one of the most important rock records. And I don't think many many have heard of it or know much about the roses uh so we're gonna dig into that next week mark oh my my oh hell yes <laughs> thank you everyone for listening listen remember like subscribe rate review and be safe out there yeah do all that stuff thank you for joining us so much as always this week on the podcast yeah come on now say it with us oh my my oh hell yes, hell yes. oh Bye-bye. <laughs> Recording has ended. Oh, my child.